0: Good morning. Welcome. Welcome to Grace Community Church. My name is Christine. Love seeing all of you. Today is Celebration Sunday. You may be asking, wait, don't we celebrate every Sunday? Yes, we do celebrate every Sunday, but today is a special Sunday about three times a year. We gather together to celebrate all the good things god is doing including baptism right hand of fellowship some amazing testimonies Uh, so there is much to celebrate today but there's also some announcements i want to share every time we do a celebration sunday i'm not sure if you know this we do a newcomer's lunch right after the second service for about an hour we meet in the cafe so if you've been checking out grace and you want to get to know the staff a little bit more I would invite you to come hang out with us. Right after, just walk to the cafe. It's a light lunch, a short time of visiting, but it might be a great thing, and I promise we'll be on our best behavior. We'll try. So join us. And next week, we're gonna continue some more fun, and that is with our Mother's Day celebration. Yes, you're welcome. For those that did not know, next Sunday is Mother's Day. A card says a lot. I'm just telling you, it's a wonderful little gesture. But aside from that, we do parent-child dedications on Mother's Day, so if you're interested in doing that, make sure you fill out a card, one of your informational cards in front of you and put it in the offering plate, or call the church office this week and make sure you get on that list and we'll get you all set up with what you need to do for that. And it's May days, what that means for you if you're a satellite person, a college and career young adult, is that you can get in on the special pricing for the ski wake surf that's happening in July. It's a fabulous week, Um, you know, for all of the people that graduate from high school and think, wow, what, what fun things can we do now? It's a really, really cool camp up at the Sacramento Delta, hanging out on the boats. If you don't like boats, hang out on the land. A lot of fellowship time, a lot of teaching, just really, really fun time. So take advantage of the discount days through May. And if you are new this morning, I do want to say welcome. If you don't mind raising your hand, we have a packet of information for you and in the back is a communication card. If you don't mind filling that out and placing it in the offering plate, that just lets us know how we can serve you. Are you ready to celebrate? Let's do it. There is so much to be thankful for. Let's worship God.
1: Why don't we stand together this morning? Lord, we come into your presence thanksgiving and into your courts with praise this is the day that the lord has made let us rejoice and be glad in it amen how many of you are thankful today as we sing this song i just want you to try to reflect on times when you know god came through for you answered a prayer or or someone you know that you've been praying for came around. Let's sing it together.
2: Let's it together.
1: And praise this morning, Lord. We pray in your presence, Lord, that you would unify us and make us one. Let's put those hands together again.
2: Spirit, one with the Son of God, one with our sister, one with our brother, one family by the blood. One mind connected, one body unified.
1: turn and greet one another this morning.
3: Good morning, everybody. It's, a, it's an exciting day and a great day to be in the house of the Lord. Obviously, you're going to get to see a baptism here in a moment. We baptized two people in the first service, and we'll baptize this uh, couple this service, and I'll introduce them to you in a moment. I do want to let you know that if you, you know, Jesus started his public ministry through being baptized. You can find that um, text in Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 to 17. I want to remind you that when he was baptized, after he was baptized, he said, let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. It was Jesus who, who by being baptized, set the example for us in the way that we would proclaim to others that we know, love him, and are going to serve him. It is our way of identifying with him, with his death, burial, and resurrection, which is why we practice baptism by immersion. Let me introduce to you this. (laughs) I don't bite, I promise.
4: I don't believe you.
3: (laughs) This is Bridget Ellis. Good morning. Good morning. Would you uh, share with our family here at Grace when you gave your life to Jesus?
5: Um, I don't know the exact date, but I was about 14 or 15. I went to a youth group Mm -hmm. at my church, and that's when I realized all about the Lord.
3: Okay. And why are you being baptized today?
5: Um, I was baptized as a baby, and so I wanted to be baptized by my choice.
3: As a believer. As a
5: believer, and in our new home.
3: Okay. Go ahead and grab your wrist. So Bridget, you've given your life to Jesus Christ, yes? Yes. Bridget, as long as the Lord should choose to give you life on this earth, do you promise that you will follow him and obey him all the rest of the days? upon mission for fashion of faith, I baptize you now in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And this is Reggie Ellis. You're married, right? I am. Okay. And Reggie, when did you give your life to Jesus? Um, so I was um, a teenager, I was confirmed in the Episcopal Church and uh, I'm very asked a lot of questions and all of my questions were answered, and I just kind of felt this feeling of the fact that I would never never really be alone again. Okay? And why are you being baptized today? Um, I've been baptized as a child, but I wanted to be baptized as a believer. Okay. So Reggie, you've given your life to Jesus Christ? Yes. As long as the Lord should choose to give you life on this earth, you promise that you will love, serve, and obey him. Yes. Upon this, your profession of faith, I baptize you now in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. There is always room for more. If you have not been baptized, we would encourage you to consider that.
1: Why don't we stand together and reflect, in reflection of the baptism? Let's sing this song about being raised with Christ again.
6: the truth that it speaks as we proclaim, as we celebrate you today, as we celebrate our life in you, this new life that we have, that we who were once far off, without hope in this world, have been brought near to you because we are found in him. We are found in Jesus, in his death, his burial, his resurrection. So God, praise your name that people are baptized today. Praise your name that we who have already been baptized, are reminded of our own baptism, our own allegiance with you, our own association with you, our declaration that we are yours, that we are found in you. And Lord, we have assurance that we will be found in you in the end. And because of Jesus, we will be saved. It's because of his blood. It's because of him that we have salvation. It is by grace that we have been saved, Lord, not of our own doing. And so we praise you this morning and we celebrate you. That's why we're here. That's why we're here every Sunday, to celebrate you and your goodness. And we're also here to celebrate just all the awesome things that you're doing in our midst at Grace Community Church. Lord, we just thank you for the body of believers that we have. What a pleasure and what an honor it is to live life with people such as these that you've put us in our lives. And so Lord, we wanna say thank you to your goodness and kindness to us. And as we give our tithes and offerings to you this morning, it's another chance for us to say, Lord, we love you. We thank you. We celebrate you in Jesus. It's his name we pray, amen.
2: All mountains made of solid gold, riches that could buy my dreams. You are better than all these. that I achieved my own, think of me. You are better than all of you.
7: Good morning, my name is Corey. I'm the pastor of Missions and Young Adults, and I have the privilege of standing up here with some of my friends this morning. This is our missions leadership team, and we get to participate in missions each month we meet and discuss missionaries around the world. Just by tithing at this church, you too participate in missions. A percentage of your tithe goes to support our local missionaries, our national missionaries, and our international missionaries, missionaries all around the world, as well as many of people in this room that have gone on short-term missions. So, thank you. Thank you for supporting, for being obedient to God first and foremost, but also supporting missions. Um, I have the privilege of working with them each month, like I said. Uh, recently, we got to tour the jail. We get to tour the jail, and Garrett will tell you about that in just a moment. I also got to sit down with the director, of love in the name of Christ and hear what they're doing. It's a great organization to partner with for local ministry. Um, I also got to uh, host Steve and Evie Bartel from Columbia in my home recently. We sat down on a Friday morning and had tea. I felt very British. Um, And I get to call this the work that God has for me. And it is just an amazing experience and amazing life. So thank you for being supportive of missions. They're here to share with you this morning what's going on in missions. Lynn Olson is part of our missions leadership team, but we only have three areas to share about, so she volunteered not to take the mic this morning.
6: Lucky Lynn, I guess. (laughs) Good morning, church. It's a pleasure to be worshiping here with you this morning um, and just celebrating the different things we have going on in this church. Um, This morning, we wanna celebrate missions and just the different mission and short-term missions that we have going on in this church. In this church alone, we have 170 plus different people going on short-term missions. That number is constantly growing. I mean, we just want to thank you as a church for enabling us to go on those trips through your prayer and just through your support and constantly backing us as a church. Um, Missions are a huge part of Grace Community, um, and if you didn't know that, um, we would love for you to join us in different short-term missions. If um, you haven't been on one before um, and you're interested in joining one, you can talk to either Corey or any one of us, um, and we can share with you where you can uh, get, um, get involved. So thank you.
8: Good morning my name is Garrett Mays and um, I have the opportunity to serve on the missions team here at Grace Community and I would like to highlight a few of the local missions that GCC supports. Our giving supports eight local mission organizations on a monthly basis and work with many others here in uh, Tulare County. Two weeks ago as Corey mentioned the four of us, we were able to meet with Mandy, David, and John, who are full-time chaplains with Good News Jail Ministries. On the Tuesday after Easter, the three of them gave us a tour of Bob Wiley Jail on the north uh, side of Isaiah and shared how God is working daily through them as they lead group and individual Bible studies and pray with men and women and disciple individuals. A few other local missions that I get to interact on a regular basis our Fellowship of Christian Athletes, Campus Life, and Young Life. Each of these ministries reach out to high school and junior high students and point them to Christ. These missions, uh, these ministries reach out to youth and show them the love of Christ on a daily basis. As a church body, we are so privileged to be a small part in the life-changing work that uh, that is happening in our community. Local missions is one way to see God working through our gifts, and I encourage you to check check out our local missions we support on our church website under Domestic domestic Missionaries.
9: I have one minute. got Got to use my time well. Psalm 96 says, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. And that's the goal of our missionaries, and I'm especially going to tell you about our overseas missionaries, far away, long-term people. Um, we have missionaries that live and hang on for this. They serve in Colombia, India, Guatemala, Costa Rica, New Zealand, the Philippines, Romania, Mexico, Liberia, Sierra Leone, Indonesia, Thailand, Alaska, which is not international but it's far away, England, and. Other places too, some places I can't mention for security reasons for our missionaries, but more places than that. And the things our missionaries do, they're pastors and evangelists and church planters. Some rescue street children in Colombia. Some give a home to orphan children in Baja California. We have some that send out medical teams in the South Pacific, translate the Bible, mobilize new missionaries and mobilize people to pray for unreached peoples. Some of them focus on inviting Muslims to consider Jesus. Some of our missionaries use sports to present the gospel. They minister to missionaries through counseling and hospitality. And they all have the same goal to declare God's glory among the nations. And we have the privilege of sharing with them in that goal. when we support them by praying and giving and by sending out more. And we're going to hear now from someone who declares his glory as a missionary in Guatemala.
10: Good morning. My name is Brittany Kalwink, and I'm the director of children's ministry here at Grace, and um, I'm just excited to share with you guys this morning that our vacation Bible school that we host every summer, um, we have about 250 student or kids that come through, and that sounds like a lot of kids, but it's a lot of fun and a lot of energy, and sometimes you might say it's crazy, but it's not crazy. It's a lot of fun, um, but uh, we get to have, we get to open up our church to those these kids in the community as well as kids here, and they get to come in and um, hear about, you know, things that are going on, like, they, we have worship time, they get to, to uh, hear about the Lord. Um, there's God sightings we have, and there's even time, we even, as a, at VBS, we fund missionary. And this year, we decided to go with someone who's right behind me, if you haven't noticed. She is um, a, a dear friend of mine, and I'm excited to introduce you to her. Her name is Nivia Sar- Saravia and um, she is gonna share just a few things of what's going on in Guatemala and what her mission is.
5: Thank you, Brittany. Hello, everyone, my name is Nivia, and I'm so honored to be this year's BBS um, for the church. I- I want to share with you a little bit about myself, and I work with Students International in Guatemala. I've been serving there for almost nine years, um, and I was born and raised in Guatemala. My parents have been serving for over 22 years, and I work in a town called Magdalena Milpas Milpasaltas. Um, I've, I've been loving, opportunity to just be serving there and serving in the communities. I felt the Lord calling me when I was nine years old uh, after visiting my dad's job site. I love SI's vision of seeing students in the poor transform into the likeness of Christ and discover their true calling. I currently oversee our teams um, as I host and care for them while they're serving with us. I want to read with you this morning a verse that I find so much encouragement in. As I serve, it is in Isaiah 55, verse 8 through 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So I want to thank you so much for this opportunity, and I look forward to meeting you guys throughout the week.
10: And just, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And just to fill in a little bit, she's going to be here throughout the week, and she's going to come and meet the kids on Awana night, as well as um, uh, she's going to come next Sunday and talk to the kids in our ministry and just to share her story with them. It's such a blessing that we can teach our kids about missions and and just be encouragement encouragement to um, our missionaries. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you.
11: Good morning. I'm Stephen Post, and this is my bride of 43 years, Rebecca.
4: Pastor Tim um, asked me to share what Grace Community Church means to me. Well, it means um, a place of community where faith can grow. We moved to Visalia 29 years ago this month. And when the the moving van unloaded us on a Saturday and Sunday morning, we were digging through boxes to get ready for church. Once we arrived, we got our children to their classes and they were so joyfully accepted. We came along to the service and to my horror, I looked down and I had on one black shoe and one blue shoe. (laughs) Nevertheless, we were welcomed with open arms and love Rod and Carol Greenfield were the first to to greet us. And since that time, this community of believers have helped us learn to parent our children and helped us in our marriage and helped us in our journey of faith. We have had help um, raising our kids um, with Sunday school, Awana, and Vacation Bible School Those gave our children a place to learn about how good God is and how much he loves them and to grow in their faith journey. Children's ministry um, offered a course called Growing Kids God's Way. So um, we signed up for that and we've learned parenting tools that have helped us to this day. When our daughter was in high school and uh, running with um, an older crowd uh, smoking marijuana, um, beach camp offered a place for her to grow in faith. There she found true friends, steady friends who kept her accountable, turned her around. We've had help in our marriage when Steven and I were struggling in our relationship dynamic marriage was offered. And our good friends John and Beth Grafton-Cardwell said, we'll sign up if you'll sign up, and uh, we did. Um, God has been faithful to us through all the phases of our life, and just recently uh, we were in Norman, Oklahoma. Uh, We were looking for a home. We are moving to be close to uh, my family, and to help my sister care for our 91-year-old father, who still lives in his own home. Our house sold in two days. Hallelujah! (laughs) But then we felt uh, an urgency to find a house. Um, The inventory, our realtor told us, um, was quite low in our price range. So we thought, well, We'll put our things in storage, and we can live with Dad. Um, By Friday morning, though, I was feeling very discouraged. I was feeling homeless. Um, But Steve reminded me that God has been faithful to us, and he won't stop now. Well, later that afternoon, our realtor called and said, a house just came on the market in your dad's neighborhood. Do you want to go see it? And I looked at Steve, he looked at me, and we said, sure, why not? And, well, it was the right house, the right place, at the right time. It was truly a gift from God. That evening, our plan to move was further. Um, It was. It was further confirmed when my sister came to me and said, I've been praying for help. I just didn't realize God was gonna answer in such a big way. Grace has also been a place for us to serve. Um, when we came here, I told God, I'll serve anywhere you want me, except sixth grade. <laughs> well, you can imagine what he did. <laughs> I signed up for the puppet ministry it was all adults and it sounded like fun. Well, no sooner had I volunteered than the music minister changed the focus of the group. We were going to mentor sixth graders. <laughs> we're gonna teach them how to, how to do puppet ministry and it was fun. Uh, later on, uh, my friend Lane Martin invited me to volunteer with her in uh, preparing for adolescence. This was a class for sixth-grade girls, and uh, so I used to say, well, I went through puberty 12 times, once on my own, and 11 times with Grace Girls. (laughs) Yes, we called our ministry Grace Girls, and we jokingly called the boys group Grace Squirrels. Now, meantime, I was looking for a part-time job. And um, I came to Grace uh, uh, with my resume. And uh, Lana Brown recently reminded me how I did that. I walked in and said, you need me. And uh, they said, well, we don't need anyone right now. We're not looking to hire. And I said, oh, you do need me. You just don't know it yet. Well, a few months later, they did hire me. And I've been working with the church now for almost 29 years Um, the pastors have allowed me to um, develop my gifts and my talents and um, I've seen a lot of changes over these years I've seen changes on the pastoral staff I've seen changes with uh, the operations staff but God has been faithful in it all he has been the steady center Grace has also been a place to love and be loved. The staff has loved me despite my smart mouth and my quirky ways. I have made the deepest friends. They know my struggles, they know my heart, and they've loved me through it all. The people of Grace have been open, they've been honest, they've been caring. I have heard it said that the greatest thing you will ever know is just to love and be loved in return. That is what Grace Community Church has meant to me, a place of community where faith grows, a place to serve, and a place to love and be loved. Thank you.
11: Could I have all of you get out your Bibles, please? And let's turn to Proverbs. Proverbs 22. I love the rustling of pages. Proverbs 22.6 to be exact. Proverbs 22.6 reads, Train a child on the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not turn from it. As As Rebecca mentioned, we came to Grace Community Church 29 years ago. We came into town on a Saturday. We came to church on a Sunday. And being a degreed and disciplined scientist, I was overwhelmed. I said, this is amazing. So I said, we've got to come back. I need more data, more observations. (laughs) So we came back the next Sunday, and it was still amazing. We came back the next Sunday, and this was our home. We haven't left since. Did not have to church shop anymore. Grace is a great church. That was 29 years ago. And that home is now closing for us, but I know a home in Norman, Oklahoma will be opening for us. I'm a science teacher, and I know that being a good teacher depends upon how well supported the children are in the classroom by the parents. That is equally true at Grace Community Church. Grace Community Church has a great children's program. It was true 29 years ago. It is true today. Whether it's in elementary school, whether it's middle school, whether it's high school, it's a great program. And now they have the colleges even better. Well, parent involvement is very, very important. And over the past 29 years, I have been fortunate enough to teach fifth graders with John Grafton Cardwell. I taught in nursery for a number of years, but then it got harder to get down and get up, so I had to put that aside. And I'm currently teaching first and second graders. They're a great group of people. I love children in more ways than one. You cannot go wrong working with young people. Who knows what may happen when that seed is planted and it flourishes and grows. What's really cool about Grace Communion Church is that when you come into the sanctuary, it's a little bit of heaven when you think about it. You're standing with the saints. You're reading God's word with the saints. You're singing psalms with the saints And nothing can get better than that because this is just a touch of heaven right here can i hear an amen so join me now in acapella jesus loves me this i know for the bible tells me so little ones to him belong They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. One more time to Jesus. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Blessings. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
12: such a precious thing, uh, to sing with confidence, with assurance, that Jesus loves me. He said to his disciples on the night he was betrayed, do this in remembrance of me. When we take the bread and the cup, we do this. In remembrance of Jesus, He is the sole focus. The sole focus. For it is in the bread and then in the cup that we are reminded of the gifts and the blessings of Jesus' life and action on our behalf. That He expressed His love in laying down his life for you and for me. And we are counted ever among the sinners, even as we are counted as saints, because we're always dependent on what Jesus has done for us. It's who he is that we are able to discover who we are in Christ. And we are remembering that when we take the bread and the cup. I think it's inevitable, not just that a person over on your left and a person on the right, a person behind you or a person in front of you or a person standing and speaking to you, comes to be with God's people, anxious, burdened, distracted, worried, we need to be reminded who loves us. We need to be reminded who gave his life for us. We need to be reminded of the power Of his new life that is ours as we trust him in the difficulties or even as we sang in the valleys as well as on the mountaintops so we take this bread and we take this cup and we remember because our lives begin and end as a church as his people Our past is different. Our future is different because of Jesus. And that is what we remember this morning. I hope if you are burdened, worried, troubled, distracted, whatever the cost, as you hold the bread and the cup in your hand, every answer begins with Jesus every hope, every new beginning. It begins with Jesus. On the night he was betrayed, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and said, this is my body, which is for you. And after supper, he took the cup And he said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. taken deep. All of you drink it. as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Now, if you will pass the cups toward the sinner. I want to remind you that today we receive the Deacon's Fund offering, which is devoted to helping people within our own church family and those who come to us who turn to the Lord Turn to the church for help. We do help, and we do it in Jesus' name. So if you're able to give, give, and give generously.
8: You're a mess.
3: just give me a minute okay Uh, we this has been a special morning there's been a lot of really special and important things we've got to see and you're we're also now going to have the opportunity to um, offer the right hand of fellowship to some folks who have gone through our membership process if you're here and you're ready to receive the right hand of fellowship just come right up and stand next to pastor John the right hand of fellowship is uh, comes from Galatians chapter 2 verse 9 and it is uh, the last step in our membership process where we welcome people into our church it is a big deal and so as they get up here i will tell you that in a moment i will introduce them pastor john will offer them the right hand of fellowship i'll ask you to hold your applause and then i will pray for them we will encourage them and i will pray for them and then i'll you'll have the opportunity our benediction will be you can come up and from my right and your left. Come down the line and welcome them into our church. Let me introduce to you Bridget and Reggie Ellis, Peyton Ward, Sylvia Solis, Carol Patton, and Chris and Stephanie Chesser. Would you welcome them? Why don't we all stand? Let me pray for us, and then you can come up and encourage these folks. Father, we are grateful for this day. We live in a country where we can choose to come and freely worship, and we have enjoyed the worship this morning, Lord. For these folks that we are welcoming into our church body into your church here at grace community we know Lord that they are joining with the desire of serving you and I pray that you would open those opportunities to them help them Lord and I pray that you would help us as well it is our desire to serve you and follow you all the rest of the days of your life and to take the precious message of Jesus Christ to the world for the world is in need of your kingdom and so thank you Lord and be with us as we go from this place today and all God's people said Please come and welcome these folks.